1: Hi, I'm Justin, and I'm Josh, and we host the Pretty Okay Gamers Podcast. Think of our show as water cooler conversations with a little less gossip and a little more geeking out. My Halo, I think, is Legend of Zelda. What? No way! No! Who are you again? I'm Justin, and we're we're rather (laughs) okay at playing pretty good games. No, no. Every week, we talk about games and their history, and even ask ridiculous questions like, are open world games even good? So come join us every Sunday on the HP Gaming Podcast Network. See you there. See ya. This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network.
2: Hey, yeah, you. Did you know that our is on Patreon? Go check out Patreon.com slash ourcast for ways to help out the show and get some sweet perks in return. It could be something small, such as our $1 tier to show your support. Or join one of our higher tiers to get a shout-out, pick an episode topic, or even be a part of the show as a special guest. Even just sharing our show to your friends goes a long way. Once again, that's patreon.com slash artcast. Thanks for helping us, and keep it retro. What's up Argonauts and welcome to another Retro Gaming Podcast. This is Arcast Mini number 28 and I am here obviously with my good partner Robert Workman.
0: Hey, what's up, David? Now, uh, we just did have our, um, our Patreon episode uh, with our buddy there, uh, Megadaffy. And while we were talking about it, we discussed uh, our good friends of their Pink Gorilla Games, in Seattle. And uh, an interesting story came up there uh, regarding uh, Nintendo World Championships' 1990s cartridge. Uh, and how, like, somebody found it in a bag and sold it to them and everything like that. And it kind of piqued our interest there. Because anytime we're in town there for PAX West, we always go to Pink Gorilla Games and spend way too much money because it's a habit. It. And, uh, you do, anyway, kind of, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it's a habit, you know, what are you going to do? But uh, we decided to dig a little deeper, so we decided to talk to our buddy, uh, DS Koopa, Cody. Uh, he cones the store alongside Kelsey Lewin, who we've had on the show a couple times there. And we decided to dig a little deeper and talk more about the story, because it is kind of fascinating. It's a cartridge we really don't see that much in circulation anymore, if at all. And, you know, the, the story behind it is just really fascinating. So, yeah, we've got Cody on the show uh, to talk more about it. How you doing there, Cody?
1: Doing awesome. Happy to be here. What's up guys?
0: How's it yeah.
2: going? It's about time that we got you on with the show, you know, after having like Kelsey on like a number of times. So it's yeah. it's, it's really it's really great to have you on here finally. Yeah,
0: thanks. Not to mention you have your own little like Twitch channel. Like all the time you're always airing it and you're always going through like you know, broken stuff, fixed up stuff, like stuff. You, you like do auctions all the time. You're like Twitch.tv slash DScoop, I believe it is.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's a ton of fun. Just uh, if you are very curious about any details of Pink Gorilla, that's where to find them. It's it's. The inner workings of the store, the details, the behind the scenes. It's a, yeah, it's, it's like fun. behind I the wanted, curtain
2: kind of look at Pink Gorilla there. So. I still <laughs> yeah. need to
0: buy a broken copy of NCAA 06 one day. I still need to buy
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, yeah, be my guest. <laughs> 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 all, right, all right. So,
2: so this, this episode is obviously about Nintendo World Championships, uh, specifically about the 1990 cartridge. Um, and this all kind of like started really from the Nintendo World Championships, which did take place in 1990. Um, you know, which was basically like, like, uh, is like a, like a, like a tournament basically that Nintendo was holding, um, like, where you had like three different like age brackets, I believe, um, basically all like competing. I think there was like the eleven and under, and then there was like the twelve to seventeen, and then and then eighteen and up, and um, so you you had like championship like from uh, from each one. And what was kind of crazy is that like this this seemed like a pretty big success for Nintendo, but they didn't do a Nintendo World Championships again until twenty five years later. Um uh, so it's just kind of crazy and 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 now it seems like that the Nintendo World Championship is kind of like happening since then but the cartridge that was used for that championship in um in like 1990 that that became like the holy grail basically of the NS library uh so Cody I was, I was kind of curious like on like I guess like on, on what you know I guess about this particular cartridge
1: Yeah it's kind of weird right because so the cartridge itself is definitely rare but uh word is out there there's like about 90 of them and that's kind of Kind of not true, I think. Like um, each of the cartridges has an individual numbering on it, right? Yeah. Uh, the particular one we got's number three hundred two. People have found them in the low 200s. So the bigger guess is there's probably like three or four hundred of them out there. Um, the, the ninety cartridge rumor. Is out there because uh, each one of the contestants got one to go home with, and there were ninety contestants. Right, but you know they think that the Nintendo themselves probably has more. Those will probably be harder to find. But
2: maybe um, having like a um, you know like having cartridges that they gave out to like staff or to like employees or something like that. Maybe. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, but the cartridge itself not as rare as some other items, but I think it's the excitement around the tournament, like how cool it was, and you know it's kind of featured in like. All over the place. People were always talking about it. Um, As cool as it was, I think that adds a lot of value to it itself. But yeah, this this particular cartridge, I guess, might have come from one of those old employees. Like the guy had no idea at all where it came from. It uh, sounds like he picked it up from a garage sale back when nobody was buying NES games. So mm. it's a super, super lucky find. Um, but yeah, this really is sort of the Holy Grail. The only exception that would kind of knock it out of the park would be like the gold version. Right. Uh, So are there like less of the gold versions of this or? Yeah, I believe there's like, I think it was 25 or 26 of them that were just randomly given out to Nintendo Power subscribers. That's right. Yeah. So good luck finding those. I don't know how many have been discovered. I think it's less than 10. So. I mean, like, it's... the only
2: one I've seen is, like, from the Angry Video Game Nerd episode, I remember, uh, where it was, like, him and Pat Contry basically just, like, showing off, like, the cartridges there. Um, but otherwise, yeah, like, they're super, super rare from what, from what I know. Um, Robert, I was kind of curious on, on what you know also about, like, the cartridges and just, like, Nintendo World Championships in general.
0: Well, um, they took place, like you said, between um, 1989 and 1990. And the cartridge itself actually has three customized minigames, uh, Super Mario Brothers, Rad Racer, and Tetris. Um, and the competition was around those. And it turns out that the three 1990 World Championship titles were given. And one was actually given to a buddy that we both know, uh, Thor Ackerland.
2: Right. He won right.
0: in the uh, 12 to 17 year old category. And then the others were Jeff Hansen and Robert Whiteman. Um, outside of that, I mean... Like you said, the competition was kind of dead for about twenty-five years, and then Nintendo kind of brought it back. And in fact, they're they're actually going to air it on TV soon enough. We'll get to that in a little bit later. But it, it's just kind of shocking. Like this competition was like one of the biggest things in the world. I actually took part in like a Tetris one for a little while there. I lost horribly, but it was still just <laughs> kind of fun to kind of fun to take part, you know, and play some Tetris and have my family cheering me on. It was kind of fun for a while. Yeah. And you know, it was nice to take part in. You know play some Tetris, but it was just it was really one of those things where, like, back then Nintendo actually really got into its NES community, and it was just so much fun and they were given like prizes like savings bonds like a geo metro convertible a rare projection television back in the day that was really hot and a gold painted mario trophy yeah like i'm sure that would probably be just as much of a collectible as the cartridge i would
2: buy. i mean that would fetch a fair price on ebay i imagine too. Yeah. yeah i mean
0: <laughs> i'm sure cody would love to have one of those in the oh, shop please, yeah, sure please
2: bring it in <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: But I mean there's a, there's a lot of history revolving around this, and it's just great that Nintendo's starting to appreciate the legacy again. That's really cool.
2: Yeah. So Cody, like as far as like getting like the cartridge itself, then um, what's what's like the story behind that?
1: Like how did that really just like come about? It was just uh, kind of the craziest circumstance ever. I don't think this has happened very often, but the guy just literally wandered into the store with the cartridge and probably the 20 other least exciting nes games possible like you know <laughs> nes play action football and jeopardy and stuff like that and uh i you know i literally thought he was actually messing with me uh because i'm going through the games and it's at the very bottom of the bag the last cartridge i pulled out the stuff he's fitting in and it's a lot heavier so right away i'm like what the hell and I pull it out and it's yeah there it is and after verifying it was real, because I assumed it was a repro. There's, like, repros out there just because people want to be able to try it out and not right, you know, yeah. pay it's a novelty of, of it. Dollars. yeah
0: We've seen those, yeah. So
1: after realizing it was actually real, I actually just walked up to him and asked, like, if he was pulling a prank or something, and he had no idea whatsoever what it was. Uh, wow. So I was like, all right, man, well, this will take me a little bit longer. Uh, <laughs> <don't laughs> Feel free to look around the store and be right back. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, it just kind of came up to a price form. You know, I had to double check like it. I'm not in the know always of like what these things are selling for. So after a ton of research, you know, a lot of them are private sales, so it's kind of hard to determine what the thing is even worth. But I kind sure. of like maybe fifteen to twenty thousand dollars, something like that. Sounds like lately, um, it's getting even even higher. I've been hearing these guys from like comic book collecting are getting bored of that and coming over to games and just bringing up all these values of like high sought after oh, wow. items. Um, but anywho, I-, I tell the guy, okay, look, like this thing sells for like 15 to 20. If you want to go try to do that, be my guest. But right here, right now, I can give you $13,000 um, in-, in a check and you could just be done with it. And he's like, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, this, yeah. is- this is beyond me. He just What's another like- 2,000, whatever? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah,
0: sure. I mean, if if that's what you can spare, I'll take that. Yeah, that's <laughs> wow. fine. Okay. Fine, sure. That's yeah. just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's nuts though i mean imagine be like you know like oh i didn't think these are worth anything and it's at the complete bottom of the bag and be like oh i could buy a new car oh that's yeah that's, yeah <laughs>
1: exactly if you really live the dream you get to dream when you see these shows like whatever storage wars or something and some guy pulls out something crazy and and you don't know anything about games and you're like oh my god are my old games worth anything what, what could it be and like yeah He actually got to live that dream that so many people have. And it's pretty cool. Really happy for him. That's crazy.
2: Yeah. And um, Robert, I believe you mentioned like when we were talking about the story in in, in our last full episode. Um, about um, about how, like, the, the, the cartridge itself was actually found in, like, a shopping bag or something like that. It was just, like, a shopping well, bag full of well, cartridges. Well, yeah, when,
0: when I said he was going through, like, when he brought in his bag and everything, it was at the bottom, you know? And, and like, you know, it was, like, when, when I went to the store and I went through, you know what I found in my bag? Groceries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, sometimes, you know, you can find gems in, in like, the most unlikely places. Like, last night, I, mean, I usually make this trip to this store called Second and Charles, right? And they usually just leave free stuff out there because sometimes they can't process stuff that people drop off because they can't sell stuff that, people don't sign over, so they have to give it away. So, I mean, I walked away with, like, free copies of, like, Sin and Punchman Star Successor, Ooh. Tony Hawk's American Wasteland, Spider-Man Edge of Time for Xbox 360, um, a bunch of Kinect stuff. So, you know, sometimes you do end up with gems that you don't really expect. You know, and this guy, I mean, he must have, like, not realized the value of, like, uh, like a 1990 cartridge. And, and it kind of makes you wonder, like, when these people drop off stuff at, like, thrift stores, because it wasn't, like, a few years ago that somebody found a copy of like what was it? Stadium games at a thrift store they spent like mm. two bucks on, and they got like thousands of dollars out of it, right? Yeah, it was or <laughs> it something like that. Field
1: stadium events, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might, I might have the number wrong, but I believe it sold for eighty thousand. Yeah, Please. yeah. And then somebody <laughs> recently found like what was it? A
0: kid Icarus new sealed in their attic, and they sold it for nine thousand. That's yeah. right. You know, yeah, So, it so
2: like, it's it was like in like pristine condition. I remember because there's I like still seal yeah. wrapped, and they had like the the like receipt for it and everything from like I think like Sears or something like that.
0: So, I mean, I, I think what it just reflects back to is, like, some of these people don't seem to realize what they have. I mean, I, I'll take appreciation in games like that. I mean, I, I that's why I always check at the thrift store. I'll be like, uh, do you have any uh, sealed games in, in the back? <laughs> any,
2: anything? Any? Yeah. I mean, usually that's the Portland like, Retro Gaming Expo is pretty good for that, actually, like, to find, yeah. like sealed games. I mean, you probably won't find, like, any Nintendo World Championships or anything like that. Um, yeah. But you can definitely find some, like, pretty cool games that are, like, actually, like, you know, in box and has, you know, has all the bells and whistles to it. So.
0: Yeah, but you know, I mean, some some people do recognize the value of these games, though, because I'm reading on in the story here, and I, I know you can't really go into find details of what it sold for or anything like that, Cody. But from what I understand here, the game went quick. I mean, it sold out of your store in less than 24 hours. Like, yeah, somebody like, snapped up like
1: that to the minute. To the minute, it was like 23:59. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, yeah, <laughs> it did sell quick, and um, yeah, he, the guy said he wanted. It was odd that he. I guess I get the idea, but he wanted to keep the price private and also himself anonymous, so uh-huh. it's kind of unfortunate we can't like be excited about anything I get that but I have been telling people because I gotta give people something right like it's it's it feels too weird otherwise, and I've just been telling people you know it went for about what anyone would expect, like it wasn't like way more or way less, so it just. Mm-hmm. whatever you think it probably that's probably right something like yeah <laughs> you know? yeah but,
0: but the fact that you can get that kind of interest that somebody be like hey i heard you have one of those nintendo world championship cartridges and yeah can
2: I? yeah so like i'm guessing then that like um when when you got the cartridges that like word just got around fast i guess that you had this right
1: yeah yeah people were knocking our doors down for it man we were getting constant calls and um it's kind of interesting. We were getting calls from like across the country and the prospect of shipping the item seemed like kind of a nightmare. Mm. And uh, this guy happened to just be in from out of town. Uh, the hm. guy who we eventually sold it to. And I was like, you know, I'd rather just hand it to somebody and get it over with than right. worry about like wiring money and this and that. And just insurance and all that stuff. To to you, get yeah. it over with. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I was like, I'd rather just hand this off to this guy. He seems nice. Let's just do this. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. See, the problem is when when you have like a hot item and you have a fair enough offer, sometimes you want to jump on it. And it kind of reminds me, like you guys remember like a couple, I don't, well, Cody, I don't know if you remember, like I know David does. A couple of years ago, I won one of those Szechuan sauce things, and <laughs> yeah. in jars. Mm-hmm. And um, well, I tried to sell it on eBay and some idiot bid like $15,000 and then kind of balked on it. And it was kind what of a, a mess. Yeah, yeah <laughs> big surprise. But then, you know, Dead Mouse stepped up and he offered me something on it, and I accepted, and we got it done and everything, and we made a lot of headlines and all that stuff. And that was that, you know, and sometimes that was, that's awesome. That was, he's he's the guy. He was the guy. (laughs) I'm the the guy.
1: Just one sauce. I I did. I did. I I mean, I I
0: sent him everything. I didn't get to keep the briefcase or anything, but I did make some good friends out of it. And I have a fun little story to tell people now. And it's, it's, it's there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It does kind of, um, you know kind of like feel like almost kind of like a fever dream in a sense because i imagine that was the same thing for you there cody as far as like experiencing that like having like this rare cartridge you know in your hands and then you know all of a sudden it's like gone and it's like and you're like wondering afterwards like what just happened you know yeah
1: right <laughs> yeah absolutely you know getting it at first it was so unbelievable and i feel like the guy who we bought it from felt the same way you know he seemed surprisingly unexcited to get a surprise thirteen thousand dollars out of nowhere you know he it, i think it just seemed kind of unreal to him and i felt the same way but after the unrealness of it settled off i like couldn't really function you know i was like i immediately (laughs) called one of my employees i'm like all right come over here i need you to cover while i go hide this thing i don't want to have it here and um and while i'm waiting for him i'm like just trying to clean these other garbage games that he traded in and i'm doing them at a rate of about like one game every 10 minutes because i just like (laughs) i can't like move and like customers would come in i couldn't like socialize anymore you know i just like you like shut down, very
2: much, just like a social yeah. level.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was very odd, uh, very, very weird feeling, and you know, it's—I uh, don't know—it just seemed very unreal. So
0: that that's kinda of nervous is like who's
1: gonna ocean's 11 the store to break in and steal cartridge <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. and you know that's seeming like more uh, less of a joke lately i don't know if you guys heard about that guy's store that was busted that's right oh, i yeah, did the just hear dollars
0: in theft mm-hmm. that's right
1: Oh, that angered me yeah yeah oh, we we don't keep such a we don't keep anything like that in the store we don't have anything like that we sell it all Get it out of here! I just yeah, yeah. no no sense building
0: up that kind of equity when when it can attract trouble. I mean, yeah. especially if I recall, like your story, like the other day, you like had some people fighting outside your store, and I think, like, I think it was something like that, and it was like some sort of somebody threw up outside your store <laughs> what. it was, it was
1: <laughs> is nutty. always happening around yeah uh, oh uh,
0: yeah you can't you have to be careful with that
1: the dents in the back door from people trying to break in it's it's uncountable uh, it's, it's amazing
0: yeah I'm telling you dude uh, so
1: obviously when you got this cartridge and you sold it
2: and everything it got some like media attention too and um because i remember hearing about this also from from ign's podcast as well Um, so when IGN and like other outlets like that reached out to you about this, um, what, what was like your, I guess, like your thought process just with all the attention you were getting for it?
1: Oh, I thought, Oh, this is amazing. This is, this is the best, best case scenario. You know, uh, I think honestly the media attention was probably worth just as much as selling the cartridge, you know, getting it out of there quick. Um, yeah, I think I must've been interviewed by like maybe five different um outlets in the first day um and i was surprised that it was some of the like non-gamer stuff i think like fox news called Mm. um and i was like i don't know to me it didn't seem like such a crazy outlandish thing but um i i mean this happens right people find these cartridges right but yeah they don't always just get a surprise you know come come trade into a store not knowing what it is that doesn't usually happen but i mean it's like
2: you said it's kind of like that that like typical store from like storage wars or from like comic book guys or whatever it might yeah. be you know just like a random thing just like kind of comes up and shows up at your doors like oh okay that's like a five figure or like six figure thing whatever that's like right in front of me now so yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: i think the dream element of the story kind of helped them out and get people ex- got people excited uh yeah
2: so like were there any other I guess like uh stories like this that you've ex- that you've experienced as far as like you know someone showing up with like some super rare cartridge or some super rare like I guess like gaming thing also that, that you could talk about too?
1: Man, it, this is like almost a weekly thing, but we'll have guys come into the store with like it especially happens like when the new school year is happening. One of my, one of my stores is next to a college, the big college in Washington. Right. And we'll have these guys who get their like old games shipped to them from their parents and they'll come in trade them in, not knowing what they're worth. And they're just like, just ecstatic with like, you know, old Pokemon games are worth a lot and everybody had them. So <laughs> we get to surprise people constantly, and and they're really in demand right now too. So like we just had a guy literally like jumping and screaming, he's like, "Oh hell yeah!" Like <laughs> so hype from uh, he had like crystal and emerald, and like it, was, it even surprised me. I guess emerald is going for like fifty bucks now, sometimes yeah. even more.
2: Pokemon never loses value, honestly. So
1: <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. Uh, right now, I mean, it's if you can find platinums, get on them because those are just going up, man.
2: <laughs> I mean, did you experience like anything like little Samson coming in the door or anything like that? Or?
1: Oh, I mean that happens all the time, but like people are never really surprised by it. You know, people yeah. know know what it's worth. Every every once in a while, they'll let you know very <laughs> very yeah. angrily that they know what it's worth beforehand. <laughs> right? Yeah,
2: they're like expecting like this much for it, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's
0: why like how many people just like find these these cool little rarities and just bring them in. I mean, like especially like these weird little. These, i mean i found this pokemon coin flipping game the other day and I'm oh yeah just, that was like part of
2: like the free bundle you got right
0: yeah yeah something like that and, and i'm all like you know it's like i don't know how to play this <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i suppose I, i'll ask my uh my nephew because he's everything pokemon i mean if i ask him about platinum oh I, i'm gonna find platinum you know or whatever so yeah I'm, I'm more <laughs> more, i'll give the coin flipping game to him and let him figure it out
2: you know so. mm, yeah <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, it makes me want to, like, search out for my Pokemon Blue. I don't know if that's, like, worth anything now. You're
0: my boy, Blue. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I mean, we got, like, 30 of them in back stock, but still, like... (laughs) Sell some yeah. of packs,
0: buddy. Yeah. Packs. No.
1: Yeah. They, they go. <laughs> they go.
2: Yeah, and I know um, at your store too. Like you'll sometimes get like um, you know some like high profile, just like um, it's like peripherals or like um, what was it? There was like the fitness
1: bike. I remember that.
0: Oh uh, uh, yeah, the one she took a no, photo about, of it for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we have that.
1: <laughs> this is the this is the cycle that I go through as Kelsey's. Uh, Uh, partnering in business so kelsey will buy something completely ridiculous like a (laughs) entertainment bike a a bike that interacts with your super nintendo to play two two exciting games uh, (laughs) she brings it home all excited about it does some research might make a video and then we gotta try to sell it in the store Uh, mostly we're just introducing people because nobody knows what the heck this thing is it was the The bike, it was kind of cool because we had it like on top of this glass case. It barely fit in the store at all, and uh, so many people were like, "Whoa, that's kind of cool." But also, a lot of people were like, "Why do you have an exercise bike in here?" It's kind of yeah. <laughs> kind of awkward. Another item just like that was a Game Boy sewing machine that. Oh, that right. yeah. It'd be fun <laughs> um, if that
0: bike worked with like Super Mario World. That'd be fun, just like to run, you know, you pedal or whatever, and then you like press button yeah. on the bike. You ride Yoshi be-
1: or something like that. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah.
1: The pedaling function is what would be nice, because it actually has a controller on it. So you could just sit there on the bike and play, you know. Um, right. I know a lot of people bring their Switches to the gym and just try mm. to like bike and play that. So you could do that. You could do that a lot more easy. They had like these custom controls that felt good to hold, but the pedaling would do nothing. Yeah. So lame, missed opportunity. Just make it press right. It's very easy.
2: I mean, it makes me wish that like it worked with like, the super scope, so you could play um, whatever that like super scope <laughs> game was, like where you're riding on your in first person. You know, the <laughs> <You're just laughs> so, yeah. so
0: hard if you did that though.
2: I mean, that'd be amazing though. I think it'd be a lot, lot of fun. Us. <laughs> so... They
1: need they need it to be paper boy. You got the bike. Oh, and, paper boy. Yeah. The bazooka, be Firing the. <laughs> You guys are going to get me killed if we play this at
0: PAX.
2: At PAX. <laughs> we get, like, the motion controls or something with, like, the, with, with, like, the Joy-Cons and just, like, throwing, like, the papers like, out and yeah. I'm totally seriously going
0: that. to die if we do this at PAX.
2: <laughs> I mean, at least you're not doing, like, the obstacle course with it, though. That I, I think that would be, like, another matter entirely. You know? <laughs> Um, but yeah, that that's that's pretty crazy. So, is the Nintendo World Championships cartridge is that like the like rarest thing that you've like sold so far in the store, or like as oh, ever rare? Absolutely,
1: yeah. yeah, by far. Like, and before that, and I'm so glad this happened because uh, just just from the question that I get constantly, you know, I was saying I stream every day on Twitch, and I, people ask all the time, multiple times a day, uh, what's the rarest thing to ever come through the store? And my answer up until now has been. Very complicated. It's a it's a Nintendo Club Nintendo prize that you won that consisted of about ten different items, all together worth about like maybe five thousand. But it was just like explaining that is not fun. You know, right. now I can say monosyllabic NWC. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Next Thanks, question. That's...
2: Makes you know? sense, and um, yeah, I'm like really happy for you, honestly. Like, as far as like you know, getting like the like uh, getting like the exposure for her, like through like all the media outlets and like you know just like the marketing in general for it's just like yeah, it's, it's really really, really cool for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So and, and um, I know you guys were also featured too on IGN's like travel like vlog kind of thing as well. And oh um, man, that
1: was so fun. Uh, we spent a couple. You know, obviously we knew some cameras were going to be around, so we spent like uh, probably an extra day or two. Uh, staying pretty late just to like really spiff everything up for. The Let's cameras. clean up everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, and also Metal Jesus recorded his tour of the store the night before, mm. so um, what was it? it was it was very overwhelming. So we had Metal Jesus it was just one man crew, just himself going through recording stuff, and then the next day, eleven people in the store, <laughs> like nobody fit anywhere. Uh, yeah. I think it, I think they both of those videos turned out really great though. Um, awesome, yeah, that was cool. It was yeah, fun. I remember
2: watching them both. I was just like, oh yeah, I've been to that store, and like, and, and like thinking to myself was like, now like as you say, like eleven people like in the store is like, oh yeah, that's like not a lot of space really for eleven people <laughs> yeah. to be walking around. Him. I remember like me and
0: David <laughs> were walking around and everything like that. Where are you going to go, Robert? Right over there to that section. It's yeah, like you're yeah. gonna lose me in the store. I mean, it's- it's two, yeah,
2: it's two feet away, like over the counter, basically. <laughs> I'll, be,
0: I'll be, in the Xbox 360 section, like there. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like you're gonna yeah. lose me there,
2: David. Just- yeah, and um you guys are also getting ready to uh for PAX West. um So I don't know if there's like any like big plans that you have for that, or is it gonna be like the usual booth that you have over there?
1: Same old, same old. However, this year we have um, ordered more inventory of all types than ever before, by far. Uh, I was talking earlier about how we we have this huge back room where we store a lot of our items. And the boxes of like packed stuff so far, and we're probably almost halfway packed, uh, is already touching the ceiling. And uh, if I add any more boxes to the pile, they'll be blocking the door, which is unfortunate because we have a lot more boxes coming. Mm. Uh, As a matter of fact, in... Five days. Um uh, we got our pink gorilla plushies made. It's our, it's our mascot made into a plush. They're, they're very popular, especially at PAX, because there's a lot of people from out of town. Mm-hmm. And um I got two thousand of them coming in about five days. So wow. I'm gonna have to find out where to store all those boxes. It's <laughs> gonna be a mess. That's crazy. And uh, before
2: I forget, uh, Robert, we were talking a little bit too about the, the Nintendo World Championships, uh, which is going to be the fourth one that's going to be airing uh, on yeah. TV soon, right? This
0: was actually coming to TV. Uh, CBS is going to air them on August 25th. Uh, they will air Super Mario Maker 2, Splatoon 2, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, they will air on August 25th at 1pm Eastern, and they will air two more episodes on September 7th at 2pm and September 14th at 1.30pm. Uh, this is pretty huge. I mean, uh, considering that um, esports, you know, these days you know, there was a lot of questionability with the whole video game violence thing. Like the Apex Legends thing got delayed a little while back, but Nintendo's going all in with this whole um, esports thing. So this is pretty huge. You know, this is yeah. a big move forward for their um, esports thing. So did they do one last year? Um, they did do them at E3, yeah, but they did it like oh, sort of like okay. an online thing. This is the first time they're doing it on television.
2: Yeah, oh, well, awesome. they 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 did uh, what was it because like the first one was 1990, and then the mm-hmm. second one was 2015, 2017, and oh uh, well, no, they did a 2015 one for for the oh, 2015 oh yeah, members, yeah 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 yeah,
0: and then 2017 was the big and one, and 2017
2: was the third one, yeah. So 2019 now I guess will be the uh, mm-hmm. the fourth one. So it's, it it seems to be now they're on a two year schedule with it, but yeah. I mean I can imagine if they did like an annual thing, kind of like how like Evo does or whatever. Yeah,
0: well they did do the Ultimate Invitational with Smash Brothers with TBS last November.
2: Right, okay, yeah, that's right, that's yeah. right, so, yeah, it, it, like, like honestly, it would be cool, though, if they, like, brought back the Nintendo World Championships in, in a sense, like, you know, as far as, like, having, like, the old school games in there, too, so, like, oh, you know, yeah. obviously, like, have, like, the newer games in there as well, I mean, because that's gonna be, like, the big coverage part of it, like, for, you know, for, like, modern gaming, mm-hmm. uh, but as far as, like, the retro stuff, I mean, I think you would have a huge turnout for that if you brought back, like, you know, with, like, Tetris or Dr. Mario and, and things like that, so... Um yeah, it'd be like re- really cool to see that. But I mean hopefully Nintendo has some sort of like game plan with this. It does kind of seem like they slap these together like last minute <laughs> almost, you know. Um but it'd be cool to see. But um so Cody, like where can people go like to find like you know stuff about you and stuff about Pink Gorilla online?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh I'm streaming every single day, twitch.tv slash D S K O O P A. And, uh, the store itself, uh, I'd look it up on like Facebook or Twitter, or whatever. Do you see the items we post? It's, it feels very odd advertising the store itself just because we don't sell online. I probably have to unfortunately break that news to people about 10 times a day, but we don't sell anything online. Like almost ever occasionally I do through Twitch, but, um, but yeah, if you want to visit the store, if you're ever in Seattle, pink gorilla games, uh, just Google video games, Seattle, and it'll be like the first thing. So.
2: Yeah, like your Google Maps ready right there. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Or check us out uh, at PAX if you're going. Uh, you can't oh, yeah. miss us. We're right That's next to Microsoft and Sony. And oh, no, we're right next to the bathroom. So if you're a human, <laughs> you <laughs> will see us. Yeah, there you, you, go, you got to go. go. You'll see them on the way. And then when you're yeah. done,
0: wash your hands and then go to the
2: store. Exactly. Yeah. Got the prime spot right there. Yeah. Well, Cody, thank you very much for speaking with us, uh, you know, about like, about the Nintendo World Championships card and like about Pink Gorilla and everything in between there. So, yeah, thanks, guys. And uh, if you want to follow the Arcast on Twitter, we are at Arg Podcast, same thing on Facebook, you can find me on twitter at the guilty man well
0: me on twitter at twitter.com slash the dcd you can also see my work at mmogames.com and god as well as a couple of upcoming outlets and don't forget you can see us at pax west the show takes place next week and me and david will be at the show so if you want to talk to us reach out to us on twitter at those outlets and please be sure to check out our partner site, Don't Feed the Gamers at Don'tFeedTheGamers.com. That is run by our good friend, Leanna Ruppert, where her team gives fan-centric news and reviews in gaming. If you'd like to send us any feedback, opinions, retro games, or topics for us to cover, or anything at all, really, you can email us at argcast at RetroZap.com. And be sure to check out RetroZap.com for all sorts of other amazing podcasts. It's your home away from home if you're crazy about Star Wars or pop culture in general. There is also us with ourcast so be sure to find us on iTunes, subscribe, give us five stars, and tell your neighbors we're also on spotify stitcher and google play music so there is absolutely no reason to not follow another retro gaming podcast and yeah that is ArtCast mini number 28 in the books until next time keep it retro and make sure to shop at pink gorilla games if we don't buy everything first
2: indeed get your plushies ready yeah (laughs) Get
0: get those plushies and everything like that and don't don't fight at the store. There's stuff for everybody. Be nice. Be nice to Cody. Yeah. Be nice to Kelsey. There's there's something for everybody. There's an exercise bike. Go buy an exercise
2: bike. <laughs> <laughs> it might make you throw up though. This is just a fair warning. So. Yeah. Especially if
0: you try to play Mario World or Paperboy with a Super Scope wrong <laughs> with you guys. <laughs> All right. We will see you guys next time.
2: Catch you later.
1: Hi, this is John J.P. Podlasic of Game Dev Advice. I'm a 30-year veteran of the game development industry and have a podcast where I interview artists, animators, programmers, designers, CEOs, and all different types of people that work in the game development industry. Whether you're an aspiring or an experienced game developer, you'll find useful, thought-provoking, and sometimes funny advice on the podcast. So check it out.